You're listening to the Voicing Your Brand podcast, episode number 15. Today, my guest is my friend, Corey Clark, and we are going to be talking about how to have a purposeful business. It's what we all want, right? Stick around. I think you'll enjoy this conversation. Welcome to Voicing Your Brand. I'm your host, Tammy Romani, and as a voiceover talent for more than 30 years, I've been a voice for many brands. But in today's digital marketing world, you've got to have your own voice for business. So now my mission is to help you learn how to use your voice for success by unlocking your authentic voice to tell your story and be heard. Are you ready? Welcome to the studio. Hi, Corey. I'm super excited to have you join me today. Hi, Tammy. I'm so excited to be here. So Corey and I, as I said earlier, have known each other for several years, and I've watched her journey, which has been just so exciting for me and so fun. Um, but Corey, other people who don't know you yet, can you just kind of start us out by your beginning? What, what was the genesis of your whole movement of having a purposeful business and living a purposeful life? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's kind of like, it is a crazy story. And when I started, I mean, I honestly had no idea that I would be doing what I'm doing today. Um, I just started a blog because I wanted to share my inspiration that I had with people to help inspire them. And um, it just kind of like kept making these little turns and I was really wanting to actually write a book, but I realized like our life was like so chaotic and I'm actually still want to write this particular book, but it is not finished yet. Um, anyways, I was working on that book and I realized my life was just too chaotic. Like, and it wasn't like this horrible, like, oh my gosh, like what is happening with her life? But I just realized that we were stretched too thin in every area of our life. And I didn't have the capacity to actually like follow my dreams. So I set out to simplify our lives and I worked on our life for like 28 days. And then I decided, Hey, I'm going to share what I did with other people. And so I turned that into a book. And as people started reading that book, they started asking like, Hey, can you create a planner that implements what you're teaching in this book? And so I thought, well, I just wrote a book. So why the heck not? <laughs> and so I created the purposeful planner and, um, <clears throat> I, I was really hoping like I would just, you know, sell like half of what I ordered so that I could make my money back. I didn't know what was going to happen. I did not know what I was doing but I just put it out there and it sold out in like less than a month. And so we were, my husband and I were like, okay, I guess we're in the planner business. So, and that took off and that was, um, very beginning of 2015 and like the rest is history, but you know, I've kind of like pivoted this last year and I'm still, I, we have the planner, but the ultimate point of my business is has to do with purpose and helping people find their purpose and help them live a 
out and then help them turn it into a profitable business. And so the planner is one of those tools, but it ultimately comes down to like helping women find their purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And that has been quite an evolution for you. And I love that you said that you did this thing on your heart and then people started coming to you and asking for more. And I don't know if you know this, but you are one of the first people who said to me, probably four years ago, right after you wrote the book, I don't know how the, the simplicity project. Um, I think you said to me, Tammy, I, my book agent says I'm supposed to go live on Facebook and I really don't like my voice. What do I do? <laughs> and you may not even remember saying that to me. It was a comment in you know, just in passing mm -hmm. as we were probably at an event somewhere together. And that started the wheels turning for me. And then mm -hmm. after that, more and more people started saying, how do I be comfortable in my voice? Oh, I, I'm, I think I'm supposed to do this thing, but I really hate my voice. And I just want to say to people, your voice is probably just fine. What you need is to just do it and get some confidence. So what did that look like for you? I probably had no advice for you at that point because I hadn't done the evolution into, you know, creating something that would help people. But what was it like the first time you felt like you needed to talk about this thing you were doing? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I can remember like the first time, but because honestly, like still to this day, I still get nervous to go live, you know, I, but the more I do it, the easier it gets. And once I'm like live and talking and kind of in the flow, I'm totally fine. And I love it, but it is, I don't know. There is something about it that is so scary and it's really all in your head. You know, it's that fear mm -hmm. of being judged, that fear of what people will think, the fear of failing in front of people. And so just actually going through that process over and over and over is honestly like what has made it easier. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there really is, there's clarity in taking action and you get, you gain confidence the more action that you take. Yeah. So what was your first pivot that you made? You still haven't written that original book, but you did write a book. I'm still in awe that you can cl clean up your house in 15 minutes a day because, <laughs> you know, I feel like uh, I'm overwhelmed by living in the same house for 30 years now. I'll clean here and there, but it's certainly more like an hour at a time, <laughs> yeah, not yeah. 15 minutes. I love that you break it down. But I, you're always in my head, though, because when I see a drawer that's kind of a mess, sometimes I'll go, oh, you know, I should take 15 minutes and just dump this out and put back only what I need. Mm -hmm. And so I do hear your voice in my head. But yeah. then, then I have the little voice that says, oh, that's going to take you two hours. Don't get started on that. What do yeah. you say to that objection? Um, you know, I honestly like, especially right now with the whole, you know, um, tidying up trend. Yeah. Uh -huh. and I, I have read that book and I, I tried some of her methods and I do think they're amazing and they work. Obviously they work, but you know, for us, for women, female entrepreneurs, we have families, we have our business, we have our homes to take care of. And so sometimes just taking four hours to empty all your drawers is just, 
it, it doesn't make sense, you know? And so for me, if I can just, you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? And so if I can just for 15 minutes, like not worry about the whole closet, just set my timer. Okay. 15 minutes. I am going to fill a bag with things that I know I absolutely will never wear again, you know, and then it's, and it's done and it's gone and it's out of your house and it's so freeing. And so, and then, you know, you're done, like you've done your part for the day, 15 minutes, and you don't have to worry about it the rest of the day. You can focus on your family, on your business, on the things that matter to you. So I just feel like for a lot of women who are busy and have a full on life, If you can just do 15 minutes a day, like, sure, you're not going to have an immaculate house on the first day, but those little baby steps, like, end up making a bigger impact. Oh, absolutely. And that I can wrap my head around. And Mm -hmm. I do that with my closet. But the thought of looking at my closet that I've had for 30 years, and probably there are things in there from 20 years ago (laughs) that, you know, it's big, Um, taking five things out a day that I know I won't wear, that's completely doable and it takes the pressure off. So I do like your approach. Yeah. So let's move on to your business and the progression there, because I think it's really important for people who listen to my podcast, where we talk about being the voice of your brand and business tips and so on. You really have a heart for women specifically Mm -hmm. to have a business with purpose and a life of purpose and to clear the margins in their life so that they can have this purpose. Mm -hmm. What do you say to the woman who is absolutely frazzled, has an idea, but has no idea what her next step is? Yeah. Oh, that's, you know, I honestly, like, I swear that is probably the number one question I get is like, Mm. not necessarily that they're frazzled, but just like, I don't even know where to start. And it, yes. and it's so hard because it definitely depends on what it is that you're wanting to do. But the very first like step is honestly the most important because that's what will like start guiding you down your path. And so like for me, it was starting my blog and like, obviously that morphed, like the blog turned into a book, turned into a planner, turned into a membership, you know, turned into courses, like so many things. And so many people want to know how it's going to end. And I think like, I think it's super important to have a big vision of where you hope for your business to go. But then what's that very first thing you need to do? And it could just be like putting it out there, like typing a Facebook post or calling a friend or texting a friend and saying like, Hey, I have this idea, you know, it's probably sounds crazy, but I want to do this. And it's like, as soon as you speak it and share it with someone, it brings it to life. And then you know, you can, if you, the more you share it, the more people like will resonate with it and you'll just start to like figure out what it is you're supposed to do, but you can't figure it out unless you just take one tiny, tiny, tiny little step. Right. And boy, some people are paralyzed by that thought Mm -hmm. because they, I think they overthink it to the point of what if this gets to be this huge thing? No. What, what's your next best step, Mm -hmm. right? And I think a big component of that and having the bravery to do something like that is community. And I think you are a master at creating a beautiful community. You and I met online in a community. And so can you talk a little bit about what it's like to have an online community? You don't need to go to your local meetup to find what you need in terms of support and encouragement. 
I know for sure. Honestly, like having that online community is truly like, yes, I had to take that first step and I had to, you know, do my part, but I don't think if I didn't have that community that we had or any sort of online community, I probably wouldn't have done what I'm doing now because, Mm -hmm. um, there is just something different about like you need friends in your life, but if they aren't all on the same page as you, you've got to connect with like-minded people. And so when you can start having those conversations online with someone who is like-minded, all of a sudden you feel a different connection and you feel inspired to keep doing what you're doing. And honestly, like I truly don't believe I would be where I am today if it wasn't for that first online community that we had. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I And, you know, when I invited other people to join friends and, you know, in what we call in real life friends, they it didn't click with them. Mm-hmm. So it is so true that here we have this whole community. We've many of us met in person now. We're, we're friends. And wow, the encouragement that was there and the encouragement to kick fear in the face and mm-hmm. just do it and start something and get started. That was a message I really hadn't heard before. Mm-hmm. And I, I totally agree with you that it was a catalyst for so many of us to start moving forward. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. And another thing, like um, actually taking a step back, like when we were talking about that fear of getting started and not knowing how it's going to go, like another thing that we learned in that group from John Acuff was um, the whole procrastinating perfectionism, you know what I mean? And like perfectionism is just like between fear and perfectionism, those two things will absolutely like paralyze you. Yeah. Oh yeah. So just getting past that point of perfectionism, like there's no way that first book I wrote was what I wanted it to be. But I just knew like there was something inside of me that was like, just get it out there. And then your next one can be better. And that's honestly like how I've done everything in my business. You know, my first planner that came out is nowhere near what it is today. And when I first opened my membership, I, I was honest. I just told the girls, like, I really don't know how this is going to look, but like, let's do this. And, you know, so you have to just know, like, you know, Tammy and I are not perfect. We're just, we're just doing what we feel like we're called to do and figuring it out as we go. Yes. And uh, that really was the first time I'd heard that message too, Mm -hmm. because I am a lifelong learner. And I mean, oh my goodness, I have a history of staying up till three in the morning, tweaking a letter one word at a time, you know, printing it up. Oh, I don't like how that looks. Printing it up, you know, change it, print it up again. Oh, I don't like how that looks. That will stop you in your tracks if you're supposed to start a business. For sure. So, you know, the, the, and there is a difference between excellence. Of course, you want to put out excellence, but the perfectionism is just a paralyzer. And it, I think it's a, a tool of the enemy to keep us down. You know, for that sure. need for perfection and that mm-hmm. need for always everything to be perfect and not showing our true selves. So let's talk about authenticity then. When you really talk about your struggle, I mean, your whole story really is your struggle. You said your life was chaotic, that you really felt a call from God to telling you, you know, create some margin in your life. I have something for you, but there's no room for it right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. How do you portray that to an audience? Yeah. 
and have them connect with you on that level. I know it's, it is crazy because, um, I really feel like it's not something that you can plan out. Like, Mm. you know what I mean? Like there it's, you, it can't be a strategy. Like it works. But you can't be like, okay, I think I'm going to share this. Like you just have to share what's actually on your heart and what, mm-hmm. what you're going through. And whenever I do get vulnerable in like a live or a post or something, there, there is so much more engagement and interaction. And so when you share those things that sometimes like you would be ashamed to share, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm not even talking like air your dirty laundry, but just know like, Hey guys, like I have been so scared to do this, but I'm doing it. And people are like, Oh my gosh, like she's human. And, you know, so just sharing your little fears and, and then sharing them with your community and letting them know like, Hey, like I have this, I have this struggle or I have this fear or I have this pain. And, you know, I'm not sure how I'm going to work through it. Or maybe it's something that you have worked through, but instead of like portraying yourself as this perfect person, like I have this amazing, clean, organized house. Like, no, like I actually, like my house was a disaster. And so I did these things to, and it helped, you know what I mean? So just being honest in everything you share. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of doing business today, and it's so different from 10 years ago. When I started in the world of voiceover, which has been way more than 10 years ago, but when we first started having an online presence, um, people didn't even put their faces on their websites. Mm -hmm. It was thought to be a bad idea for a voiceover talent to have their face. So we had an illustration that illustrated our our brand, so to speak, Mm -hmm. or our type of voice, you know. Uh, My first website was smartly reassuring with an easygoing elegance, and it had this logo with, you know, a chandelier behind it. My face was nowhere. If it was anywhere, it was on the about page in a tiny little square. Mm -hmm. And now my website is, hey, here's what I do. Click on voiceover tab, but I've got a podcast. I've got a blog. I've got all these other things because people... why would they hire you if they didn't know you? Mm -hmm. And um, I love that. I love that because that's what I look for when I'm doing business with someone. Are they a real person? Yeah. Yeah. People want to buy from people. They want to connect with people. You know, I mean, unless you're like a huge brand like Coca-Cola, like people want to feel a connection and, and when they do feel that connection, that's what brings them back. You know, if they're, if they happen to buy from you, but there's no connection, they're probably not going to come back. So it's just part of that getting them in and also like continuing to nurture that relationship and connecting with them, letting them see your face, letting them see behind the scenes, what you're doing with your life. Um, because they feel connected to you and that's what everybody wants in this world is they just want to connect with people and they want to feel seen and heard and loved. Yeah. And you know, I'm in a, another marketing group and even the progression in the last probably four years since I've been in there, even three years ago, it was all about numbers. Mm-hmm. How many followers can you get? Do you have 100,000 yet? Do you have 10,000 yet? And now, if you have 1,000 people or even 800 people that really are invested in you as a person, mm-hmm. they like you, they trust you, they're going to follow you no matter what you have, you can make just as much money in business online now with 800 people as you could before with 10,000. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I know people that are, you know, making 
millions and they don't have very many followers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it has nothing to do with the followers. It has to do with, you know, who, who those followers are, not how many they are and how you're working with them, how you're connecting with them, how you're serving them. Yeah. So can you tell me some of your favorite, without naming names, of course, some of your favorite <laughs> women that you've worked with and the, the transformation that you've seen in them? Oh, man. I mean, I've worked with so many and it's really cool because the range is super wide from someone who is just a blogger and has an idea and wants to do something more and to like people who actually have like a full on product business and they're, you know, they're selling on Shopify and they're growing their brand. Um, but ultimately I think my favorite transformation that I see that I have seen in pretty much all of these women is just actually like getting their mindset right and believing in themselves and having the confidence that they are here for a purpose and they can share that purpose with the world and they can make a living off of it. You know, they don't have mm -hmm. to be ashamed to sell something and their passion and their purpose is important to them and to the world around them. And so, you know, I love seeing people make money or have these other shifts in their business. But when you see that shift of like, yes, I can do this. I was born for this. And that confidence come up in them. Like that is my most favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It, it's, it's actually for people like Corey and I, it is invigorating to help mm -hmm. someone see that, to see that transformation in them and help someone go from point A to point B and, and then just kind of take off mm -hmm. from there. Yeah. It's when like, you see them light up and realize yes. like, oh, wait, I can do this. It's like, yes, yes, yes you can. <laughs> yes. It's so exciting. It's so exciting. So Corey, you have a podcast. I do. Yeah. I do. So tell me about that. So that just launched, oh my goodness, maybe like about a month ago. And, um, it's called purpose with Corey Clark. And it's been so amazing because, you know, like we've talked about already, we have very full lives and it's, to me, such a great way for me to connect with my audience and to pour into them. Um, you know, it's, it's difficult for me to sit down and write out a blog post. I would so much mm -hmm. rather just talk. And I think there's a lot of people that would rather just listen too. And um, so it's just been such a great way for me to share whatever's on my heart or life lessons or business lessons with my audience and know that like I am showing up for them every week. I'm giving them something that will inspire them to take action and um, it just, I don't know. I love that part of it. I love being able to connect. And so I'm really excited about it. You know, we don't have a ton of episodes. We're on episode like nine this week and, but it's been great. And it's been, I was scared to death to do it, you know, but, um, I just what had to scared go you. It. What scared you the most? I, you know, I don't know. I think it was just the perfectionism and, you know, I don't know if people are going to listen and is this just going to flop and be a waste of my time? And, you know, it definitely was a perfectionism thing that was once I sat down to do it, I was so excited. And then when I sat down to record my first episode, 
I hated it and I, <laughs> I totally hated it. And then I deleted it and I was kind of like, Ugh. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to say on the first episode. And so finally, like a few days later, I sat down and I was talking about perfectionism and how you have to let it go. And when I finished that episode, I almost deleted it. And I was like, no, Corey, like you just talked about like letting go of perfectionism. You are putting this out there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can so relate to that because I talked about this podcast for a full year. Mm -hmm. before I actually started it. And now I have another one I want to do, but I went through the same thing. And being in the voiceover industry and the audio production industry, I felt like, oh, it's not going to be good enough. Mm. I don't, you know, I'm used to just recording raw audio and of my voice and sending it off. I don't know how, I don't have the production skills that are needed. Mm -hmm. Can't really hire someone yet. Oh my gosh, I've got to figure out how to do this. Oh, it's, you know, and it's got to be perfect because I'm a voice professional. And <laughs> I let that perfectionism yeah. hold me back. Yeah, I can oh, imagine. And that would be that. a lot harder for you because you do know so much about it. And sometimes that can be like a hindrance when we like know so much about something and we're really good about it, then we're going to even be like harder on ourselves. Yes. You know, whereas yeah. in the podcast world, like, I mean, I listen to podcasts that are clearly not like a super high intense production, but it's the conversation that's happening. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's like, yeah. it doesn't have to be like the perfect sound and the perfect audio. Obviously you want it to sound good, but I've listened to ones where, you know, there's glitches, but I'm like so intrigued with the conversation. And so to me, that's more important than the production of it. Yeah. And I'll tell you what a really good exercise for me was, is I found some podcasts that had a lot of episodes, like over a hundred. And I went all the way back and listened to their first episode mm -hmm. and they were all terrible. <laughs> no matter how popular they are now, their first episode was just terrible. Yeah. And I know there are a lot of, of pretty well-known influencers, as we call them, online and online teachers who have maybe millions of followers, and many of them keep their first video handy or they mm -hmm. keep their first podcast handy specifically to teach us that you have to start somewhere and you have to do it messy, and you have to start with imperfection, and then you learn and you tweak and you improve as you go. Oh, exactly. And I love that. I love seeing people that are way further along, seeing where they were. And mm -hmm. I do too. They're just, you know, just the it's very same encouraging. Yeah. It is. It's very encouraging. Well, Corey, this has been a great conversation so yeah. far. Do you have anything else that's on your heart that you really want to share with I'm just, our audience today? You know what? I'm just honestly like, so I'm so excited for what you're doing, Tammy. And I love that we get to, I love that you are like branching out and like just trying to find more women who are further along in life and 
have like yeah. those desires that we have and just inspiring them. And so that's just like, that's what I love the most is just helping people. I want people to know that they have a purpose and they have something they're good at. And sometimes for women who, you know, we've been raising our kids and just doing life, we've forgotten what it is that we loved doing when we were younger. And we've forgotten like those things that we're passionate about. And so for someone who is just sitting here listening and like, I just don't even know what I want to do. Like then start doing something like start reading some books or find a hobby or something that you can just try to find something that like ignites you. And then when you find those things that ignite you, just start taking the next step and the next and, you know, and offering help to people because truly that's what it is. Like when you find something you're passionate about and then you can help other people in that area, mm -hmm. like that's where you can actually turn it into a business or a lifestyle, you know? And so it's just about helping other people along the journey. And that's truly just been like my greatest joy is finding other people who were, who are where I was, you know, maybe six or seven years ago and helping them find that fire. Yeah. And I think we all can do that. Everyone can teach something, even if it's one-on-one -on -one in your church or in your community or community center or after-school program. Everyone has something to learn. And thank you for that encouragement. Um, what Corey's talking about is my next project where I'm reaching out to women in their 40s to 60s, the empty nest years, because they have that. They, um, And I'm excited to refer them to you as well, Corey, because they have an idea or they have something that they want to do or they think they've just finished the best season of their life and don't know what's next for them. Yeah. Wow. I was there eight years ago. Yeah. I was there eight years ago. And that's where I started on this whole journey that now energizes me. Yeah. So I love that you are helping women find that at every stage of life. Oh, thank and you. And you too. I, love I know. I love it. Yeah, we, we will definitely collaborate on some more things. Yes. When we start my next podcast, I want to have you back to talk <laughs> about this same thing and how to organize your life. I think we could go on and on today about how to schedule your day and all the business tips that you have. Mm -hmm. But what I want to do is just send people over to follow you. So how can uh -huh. they find you? Um, I'm at CoreyClark.com and then I'm on Instagram at CoreyClark. My name is C-O-R-I-E. And um, those are my the two best places. I'm also on Facebook and stuff, but I love Instagram. I love, you know, connecting with people in DMs and um, it just feels more personal that way. So yeah, yeah. And shoot Corey a DM and let her know that you heard her today. Yeah. Voicing your brand. And uh, I hope you'll follow her, listen to her podcast because she has so much value to bring in so much encouragement, especially for women. So Aww, thank thanks, you, Corey. Tammy. I really thank appreciate you. you being here. I've had a great time. Thank you for having me. All right. Love you, friend. Love you. Bye-bye. I really do love Corey, and I so appreciate the way she speaks just positivity and purpose and encouragement to her tribe. If you're interested, go to go to the show notes. There will be links in there to Corey Clark. CoreyClark.com is the fastest place you can find her and on Instagram. Send her a message. But I want to talk for just a second about what she mentioned at the end that she was proud of me for doing. And that is kind of pivoting. 
in my business and in my focus of who I'm trying to serve, I have had this sense for a while now that I need to reach out to mostly women, but I believe there will be a few men in this group, but um, for the time being, mostly women who are in their empty nest years or fast approaching their empty nest years, and they really have a desire to do something more. They've got a little bit more free time and, you know, we're called to greatness and we have so much experience and so much wisdom that we can share with the world. So I want to encourage you that I do have a group on Facebook where I'm testing the waters on this to see what resonates, what doesn't. It's called Building Empty Nest Empires. This particular group is for women. If you'll go to buildingemptynestempires.com, you'll find that group. And I have another group that is specifically talking about your brand voice and voicing your brand, and it's called Your Brand, Your Voice. So if you just search for those two groups on Facebook, you will come up with them. And I would love to connect with you there. And uh, I actually have another podcast in the works called empty nest empires. And I'm kind of excited about that. I don't know where it will go. I don't know where God will take that. But it's just one of those things that is giving me great purpose and great, uh, you know, it just it lights me on fire to see women my age really stepping up and stepping into a calling that maybe they've ignored for a long time. And that's where I want to help people. I will still help you with your voice. As a matter of fact, if you go to aconfidentvoice.com, you can get on the wait list for my next Confident Voice release. I'm really jazzed about all the people in the group who are introducing themselves and just really showing their starting point for their transformation in their voice. But, you know, you can reach out to me anytime on social media. I'm Tammy Romani on all the platforms. Connect with me. Let me know you heard this episode. And I hope you will go and connect with Corey as well because she has just so much to pour into you. So be sure to find her, CoreyClark.com or at CoreyClark on Instagram. (sighs) All right, I think that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, I will catch you next time in the studio. Bye-bye.